podcast. Movie, movie, 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 podcast. Are you getting this? I go to bed at like 9 30 now. Welcome to the Movie, Movie, podcast, everybody. Episode number 147. I'm your host, Tiggs. And with me, as always, are Peter. Uh, no, I'm sorry. I'm a man called Otto now. Uh, in his pajamas, Russ. Yeah, and it's going to be a violent night there. And for the first time in, oh, whatever, it's Alex. That's right, guys. I see you. <laughs> I foresee you. I yeah. see you. <laughs> I love a lockout reference. Whenever we can get one, we throw it on the books, and here we keep going. We have... <laughs> We had something about 30 movies to talk about tonight. We cut it down to eight. So that's great because it's late and we're not going to talk about the Golden Globes at all. So let's keep it moving. No, um, no yeah. Did, did anyone, well, let me ask, did anyone watch it? I watched no. that open monologue and that's about it. Okay. People were like, you were so disrespectful to the Hollywood yeah. Foreign Press Association. I just watched the uh, Eddie Murphy's speech and that was hilarious. Um, I watched the joke. It was delirious. It was delirious. Um, All right. Let's. (laughs) So in the spirit of keeping things moving, uh, (laughs) let's talk about the Golden Globe some more. Uh, No one watched it. So weird. All right. Shall we talk about Violent Night? It's hey, have we mentioned and talked about before how some movies don't need to be almost two hours? <laughs> is that I think that we that usually push for at least two hours for any given movie. I think that's our number one complaint is movies are too short. And I think that yeah. they were listening to us on this one. <laughs> Can I get a rust down on this one? <laughs> sure. Uh, that was can't. unexpected. That was an unexpected twist. Yeah, it was very unexpected. <laughs> loved it, though. Uh, I got there pretty quick, though. Violent Night. Uh, unnecessarily one hour and 52 minutes. When oh, a God. group of mercenaries attack the estate of a wealthy family, Santa Claus must step in to save the day and Christmas. Oh, this it's the, this one. Uh, David Harbour. Another? Yeah, he's got to make better choices. Uh, yeah. I, this movie is stupid. And I don't know what they wanted. <laughs> I don't know who it was for. Um, yeah. It definitely it, it's it feels like one of those movies that while you're watching it, you're like, I bet my 13 year old nephew would love this. But I think this is terrible. Um, it's like, you know, it, it's one of those movies that is just supposed to be for kids, but has way too much violence and cursing to actually be like a PG movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think you can do the violent action movie but also be a belief in the spirit of christmas film at the same well, time yeah. you can do it it just doesn't yes is one better off watching santa's sleigh starring bill goldberg yeah or or uh rare exports if you ever caught that one <laughs> it's definitely not it's nope. just like it 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 also tries to unsuccessfully do this like uh backstory for Santa that just that's really weird in the movie that it, it now if 
if they just chose to do one of the things they wanted to do, this movie it could been fine, yeah. But yeah. like you try to make it like home alone-y, but it's way too violent and way too profane. The job like was not like gladiator puns. for some right. reason. <laughs> There's too many Christmas puns. It it like doesn't know if it really likes Christmas or is making fun of Christmas. Yeah, it's trying to be a lot of things at once. Let's build. I mean, most overreaching, you know, probably it was on the the that like uh, list of the the most sought after scripts of uh, 2022. So that's interesting. Um, and you can, I, I can feel. I made that up completely. Oh, okay. I was gonna say that. <laughs> so true. Like that's the thing it's because it's got like it's got <laughs> it's got all the like bones, but it doesn't have all. No. And um, Ooh. but it's 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 got like it's got a it's got a sellable pitch. Yeah. Oh, totally. But it just it's it as you said as we keep seeing like the 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 tone is so back and forth and it's very weird that Santa is um saving like one of America's richest families apparently. Right. And and it's weird. I mean, like you could see the sales pitch for it being just like, yeah, we're going to get Hellboy. And they're like, ooh, Ron Perlman. Like, uh, no, not that one. Like, oh, no, not the other guy. Um, it's they really want to make David Harbour an action star. And I don't know if he's just like, I think I'm a joke of an action star. And I'm just going to have a lot of fun doing these things because Stranger Things pays the bills forever. He's an ensemble Um, guy. Like, he needs to be on a team. If you're yep. making him the lead, if you're making him the lead in an action movie, no. If you make him, like, the chief, but, like, a more active chief or captain in a war movie or something, that's fine. Right. But he works better in ensembles and not this lead stuff, at least the way they're trying to pitch him. I feel like, I don't know if anybody watched SNL three years ago when he was the host, but he no, did this kind of, like, he did this play on um, Joker that was like a gritty reboot of uh, yeah. Sesame Street, and he was Oscar the Grouch. And it's like yeah. someone watched that sketch and said, <laughs> all right, now let's make a movie out of it. Instead of like making it an SNL comedy movie, like you could have made this funny. Yeah. yeah, for sure. This movie works if it's PG-13. Yeah, this movie probably worked. works if would it have worked if this was like a normal, jolly, happy Santa Claus that like was protecting this family in the same way, but acted like a you know a 1960s Coca-Cola Santa Claus? Yeah, that's better. That that's at, that's Maybe. a choice. That's more. Interesting. But like you know, no one can stop Santa from doing Santa's thing. Like it's such it's a, he 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 plays like a. Almost like a drunk. It's so. It's like he does. Like yeah, that, Santa, I think yeah. I I think you should leave, sketch. Yeah, yeah. yeah Santa's yeah. like the action star. Like I think that sounds more interesting. Yes, and I I think that the movie actually like there are a couple of moments where basically where like uh, David Harbour and I think is it Edie Patterson like the the, the little girl in it they're like kind of teamed up in like a weird, like sort of teamed up way. And like, I really enjoyed her in this movie because I thought that she was like charisma, uh, like uh, very charismatic, charming. And, and like when she would like kind of like fumble around things, I thought it was great how like the Home Alone stuff played out for her. But yeah, then that... you have like, you know, an aging Santa who was just like, eh, I don't know if this really works for you. <laughs> yeah, the, the comedy of her Home Alone sequence 
worked for me. Totally. As, but like, yeah, and like her, but she is in the kids movie. Right. Right. Yeah, she exactly. talks to drunks, like, like fucking uh, Billy Bob Thornton's bad Santa Santa. It's yep. less engaging. They just, they don't fit together. No. Yeah. Not, um, by, not by a long shot. I assume this did not do well at the movies, but I actually don't know. It, I think it was kind of like immediately on VOD kind of thing. So it wasn't whatever numbers or aren't like whatever, but it, it's, and as we said, it's also very long. Yeah, it is very long. Yeah. But it's also, it's also of that length. that's like, it shouldn't be close to two hours. If you're not going to make a very good case, why it's longer than a three minute funnier die sketch. Yes. Th- that's what it seems like. Yeah. So yeah, how do you, exactly. like, you can't tell me you, you're going to fill in the missing one hour and 53 minutes of that difference. Like, it does not work. Again, you yeah. could tell me that, but <laughs> this doesn't mean it's going to work. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're yeah. all we're all agree there. All right. Let's move on from Violent Night. Let's talk about Bones and All. All right. I get to not this from a mile away. And by that, I don't mean I don't mean the show Bones and the band All. I'm talking about the movie. <laughs> Bones and all. Uh, but if we want to talk about all, all Roy saves or any of the all Roy, you know, all I'm shocked albums. about how quietly this movie came and went with like, it feels like little to no discussion. The, yeah, and no, it's, I mean, it's, I, a, it's, it's, it had that one day of like newsworthiness when like, was like too many fangirls tried to like mob a Timothy Chalamet premiere, right? Really? Yeah, yeah that something Did they know what like, the movie was about before they did that? No, I don't think they care. Like that was after that, like no one talked about it ever again. No, yeah. and it's it was it's very odd because it's a repairing of a successful uh, director and star. It's 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 a weird confluence of things that it's about cannibalism and the one person from their previous effort together army hammer is potentially <laughs> if not actually a cannibal mm-hmm. uh, allegedly Accurate. don't come after Accurate. us army hammer um well i mean you can and, come after us but and you have uh, taylor them. russell right is that her name yeah. who is yeah. fa- who i love especially from the escape room films oh yeah classic in those great in those totally yeah and it's and it but it's like it was like yeah it was such a like a quiet little fart in which no one I don't I don't even I don't even remember seeing like well bones and all isn't really performing in theaters like we thought it would like type article it's just like it seemed to just come and go and I really liked it Damn. I wasn't that crazy about it um when I saw I saw it and I was like yeah I get it I get why I haven't heard about this movie since I saw the trailers <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I think it's I I think it's if anything, it's, it's stuck in that. Yeah, it's stuck in that weird space between where we're doing very little so you can read in whatever you want or we're trying to keep it on you. And it's in kind of that weird dead space in the middle. Ooh, dead space. In which I, I as I said, I really enjoyed it. I thought I like I, I really like the opening when like we start to learn what her deal is, especially like yeah. the scene of her biting her friend's finger at the beginning. The opening was good. Uh, yeah, phenomenal. I had no idea what this movie was about when I went in to see it. 
And then I was like, okay, I think I know what this is about. And then she bit the girl's finger. I was like, nope, no idea. All right, here we go. (laughs) And that transitioning into like her dad abandoning her and then her meetup with um, spooky bone man, (laughs) Mark Rylance. Oh, God. Mark Rylance is super spooky bone man in this. I liked this movie, but he was pitched at a level that I just wasn't really. It just wasn't working for me. And I know Mark Ryland, he can do creepy little weird old dude with the best of them. But I was a bigger fan of like Michael Stuhlbarg's weird guy in this. I just felt like, oh, old Solly. It just, that character did nothing for me. Um, Michael Stuhlbarg, who I believe. Michael Stuhlbarg played a human catfish, I think. Yeah, oh yeah, he he was the most he was the most one of the creepier people I've ever yeah. seen, and that to me I'm like, oh, there's your. I I don't know that I know this is based on a book, but I'm like, I'd rather this movie follow this guy as like yeah. the creepy guy who keeps showing up. Well, it's been, I I just don't, I don't know how much it works if Sully's the first person she runs into. I think he's so Zollenberger. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. She, she stumbles onto the miracle on the Hudson. Yep. It's the thing they don't want to tell you. There was more people on that plane. They just ate them. (laughs) (laughs) That's how they were like, we got to, we got to weigh this plane. We got to get rid of some of the excess weight. So he's like, I got this. (laughs) What happened to those birds? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They they, had the chicken wings. Ate them bones and all. So I think he's, like, kind of ramped up. And his scene is, like, granted, like, his first scene is, like, very unnerving. And, like, I like them eating together for the yes. first time. But I think it's so much of a weird thing that, like, it it's almost fighting against how much of a, just, a, like, a kind of at moments, like, chill road trip that she kind of goes on with Timmy later. Well, I think yeah. that that's, like, that's part of it is, like, you know, the first one other bone eater um, that she meets is like the super creepy guy. And then you're just like, I wonder if all these, these uh, cannibal bone eaters are going to be as creepy as Mark Rylance is in this movie. And then like, not all of them, you know, no, no one ever reaches that height of creepiness. There's, there's some pretty creepy. And then there's you some like, you seem kind not of all cannibals. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That's the um, so can I say like, as an outsider who as spoiler hasn't seen it, of course, Mark it on your bingo cards. Um, this movie kind of looked to me like it was very tween, like, like very like tween romance type thing. It's like, a, like it's like a Cannibal Holocaust meets uh, The Fault in Their Stars. You know, not, not totally of, Yeah, <laughs> it's well, yeah, it's not exactly. It's very much more so of the inherited trauma, yeah, and and childhood trauma and what those things due to us in our relationships movie, which is kind of also is, isn't like far off from that genre. Yeah. But I, I think I, as someone who has not and will not read the book, I'm sure that this is kind of play. It plays more to Luca Guadagino's strength where it's, it's not a, like a why it doesn't feel YA, but you, it feels, I don't want to say elevated YA because that's like, <laughs> One of the worst things that's ever come out of my mouth, but it, it is something like that. It's it's pitched at YA, but for an adult. Ooh, there's a Chick Fil A coming to Yonkers. Cool. All right. <laughs> um, 
but as I said, uh, weirdly, I still really liked it. It and it's like yeah. oddly in my mind, I want to like. It's in contrast with Armageddon Time, a movie that I can't quite explain why really it didn't. Say Armageddon, and I was gonna <laughs> yeah. be like, I, I can't wait. <laughs> Armageddon that part Time, saying leaving on a jet plane while eating someone. <laughs> yeah. The, like Armageddon Time, like as we talked about, like I can't exactly put my finger on why I don't think that movie's fantastic. Yeah. Bones and all, I can point to a lot of weird things, and yet I rank it above Armageddon Time on my personal list. I do as well, and I and I, I shouldn't. I don't yeah. want to. But there's I nothing. I do not have either of them on my podcast, oh, no. but Bones and All oh, would definitely no, no, be ahead. No, no. I, I oh, just, they're not, they're not top tens. No, no, no. Oh, no, no. I am so excited for my favorite yearly game, which is try in vain to predict Tiggs is number one. <laughs> I this one, you know what? Like I've been like looking through, and I have my list set, and I'm just like, this is so just I, normal. I, like to have, I'm basic now. Is really what it I'll feels be, like I, to me. I, like I kind of wish that Megan had come out last year because <laughs> yeah, I do think that would have been a contender. Or what's the Gerard Butler one that that people are really into right now? Plane. Plane. <laughs> You Blame, probably forgot yeah, no. it's very intricate, clever title. <laughs> yeah, very difficult. Well, the the thing that I was trying to do, actually, was like when I was going through and like seeing everything that I hadn't seen, um, I knew that the the director of Your Name and Weathering With You had a new movie. I was like, oh, my God, I have to see if it's out anywhere. Is this anywhere right now? But it's only been re- released in Japan, and I haven't been able to find like a fake rip of it or anything. Yeah. So like, I, so it's been very disappointing. I want it so bad. I recent I rewatched your name like two weeks ago and I want to see this fucking movie so bad. I can't, I like, I need to see it so badly. Um, um uh, months ago, which is why I watched Inuo. Cause I was like, Oh, if Inuo could potentially make this, <laughs> I, I was at like a holiday party and some, well, a couple months ago. Um, and someone was saying how much they loved your name. And I just told them of your love for it. Tix. Oh, well, thank you. Did you, did you. Were you just like, you should listen to the Movie Movie Podcast, where we talked about your name for like <laughs> no, six years straight. <laughs> well, yeah, if you want to listen to the Your Name, Your Name Podcast. <laughs> anyway. This is great. Uh, yeah, um, I, I was really hoping that that, it, yeah, I've been looking at my list and I've been like trying to like mess with it some more just so it's more interesting. <laughs> Love it. But. It's, it's I have like a top 13 right now and it's been really hard to like, just cut it down to 10. Um, yeah. and I yeah, didn't I think got, that, that was going to be the case. I got to eight really easy. And then, uh, or actually I, I'll say I got to 12 really easy and then it, figuring out what of those made it into 10 was very, very, very challenging. I kind of knew the first eight, but that like there was so much jockeying in that yeah. that bottom mm-hmm. uh, nine, ten, eleven, twelve that I think I feel good about it. I'm, I've left it alone and I've gone back and looked at it, and my answers are still the same. So I feel pretty. Mine good. is it's close. Like there were there was like a good two weeks where I was just like Jackass Forever is number two on this list. Like I have to <laughs> put it up there. <laughs> it is since dropped think, off completely. I think if Jackass Forever came out like two weeks ago, it would be so much higher. Like I, I keep yeah. a running letterbox, a private letterbox list of every movie. I rank four stars or above for a year. Nice. So like, and I like constantly moving and Jackass is just like continues to fall and fall and fall. Cause like, I don't remember Jackass forever. Yeah. yeah I was pretty sure. 
I know I loved it. Um, I, I, I've watched the Celebrity Family Feud where they were on it multiple times already. It was the last episode of this most recent season, and it's great. Um, <laughs> but if we're talking about Celebrity Family Feud, then we've probably moved on from Bones and all at this point. So let's keep it going. And I think it's time, finally, to talk about the inspection. So Russ, <laughs> what did you think of the inspection? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was pretty good, but not essential in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, totally agree. I think you get really good the trailer. Yeah, you definitely would from the trailer. I I think that there's multiple great performances within the inspection, Mm -hmm. though, Um, from almost the entire cast. (laughs) Um, Yeah, you kind of like like, cut off like the front, like the entirety of like him like gaining the kinship with like the the marines that he's there with by like the end or like sort of kind of you think that it is um you feel that like grow throughout the movie and, and i think that that it does that like kind of like growth of like familiarity and kind of just like uh, a closeness with, with another uh, with other people that you're kind of out there with uh pretty well yeah yeah uh, it, it, it's just like he, it's well, it's very well done. It's very well acted. It's well directed. It's well written, but you've already seen it. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yep. Yeah, I'll take this opportunity to slip in a plug for Causeway on Apple TV. I uh, thought about watching it, and it's but it's, it's your same it's your same review. Like Brian Tyree Henry is so good in Causeway, but the movie's like, yeah, that's exactly as like pretty great as I thought it was going to be, but I don't feel differently having watched it. Yeah. Yeah. I knew, right. I, I knew these performances were going to be good, but like, I don't have anything really to say, you know, nothing really transformative, nothing that's, it, it's a, it's not elevating the, the, it's, it's, it's genre or it's form, but it's, it's very good. It is what it is. You know what I mean? And like, and the, I think that there is, I don't know why I'm like comparing it at all to this, but I guess it's just because it had been like, it was one of the movies I'd seen right before it. But like, when you think about After Sun and like how that just feels like, yeah. oh, this is a very poetic movie. And yep. and like, and the, uh, the inspection is very like, well, this, you are watching like it and it's like a very powerful story, but it, it just, it's, I feel like I'm like kind of like like these are all pejoratives, but it's not. It's a very good movie. It's just it just didn't do anything to like. It's not going to make my list, I guess. At the end of the year is really what it comes down to. Yeah. But the performances yeah. are awesome. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's see here. What do we should we talk about? What is this one? Water of Way, the Avatar. I haven't heard that one. Water of Way, the Avatar. Let's talk about it. I feel like you're all bullying me already. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, 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 I don't think I'll bully you on this, on this one. I, I'm gonna let I, you all say your piece. I am gonna say, okay, uh, it's a good movie, but it's too fucking long. I'm sorry, it, it's it's too fucking you, long. You didn't like Don't the small talk I with the whales? I actually did like the small talk with the whales. I actually did like the small talk with the whales. I don't know what, but like, you can't, if you're this, you're this long, 
and you've built such a great world. James Cameron, I get it. You're only going to make Avatar movies for the rest of time. And that's cool. Yep. But you know what also would be cool? Like, just, and I, I said it in my review, I'm like, just give me, shave 45 minutes off of this and make, but, but like, make it something I can watch as kind of like a, uh, a like, sort of lead-in or a prequel to this movie or just like a little Disney Plus something or other. Like, all the narrative before the plot really starts. Because I'm like, this movie is too fucking long. Get Let's cut to the point where they're on the run already. And you've already shaved about 35, 40 minutes off the movie. I was cool with all the slow, contemplative, wow, look at how beautiful this shit is. Because this is maybe one of the most beautiful movies I've ever seen from a special effects standpoint. I was just saying, but technologically speaking, it's the most impressive. Yeah. It's, oh, it's yeah. like the most impressive movie Everything ever Everything looks real. Everything looks real. You truly cannot undersell what the underwater sequences look like and feel like. And and like in yeah. that sense of like how it builds upon what the first one did visually and technologically, it's incredible. Yes. And, Absolutely. And, and, I, and I, I think even more so seeing it uh I think adding adding a character like Spider was almost like a flex. So you could see like, hey, look at this human who is nonstop, not in scenes with other humans, just in scenes with with other Navi and these creatures and all this shit. And look at how it does. It looks so seamless that you that it like he looks faker than they do. And that makes no fucking sense to me. Absolutely. And and I think that like the scale of everything is just so perfect. Like when you get into those action scenes where like Navi and humans are fighting and you see like giant arrows going through them, like that still rules. And like everything just like when like whether it's like particle effects, whether someone's just like looking wet from coming out of like it it all looks perfect. Oh, yeah. it's it's great water. water. Great, great water in this movie. Oh, yeah. This yeah. Natiri fighting, uh, like, mostly people on the ship at the end. It's it's weird how well she blends in with yeah. the real people and the absolutely fake environment. Yeah. Yes, and, and that, that, I think, is what's, like, so incredible that they could... And either way, if it's humans in Avatar world, it's like, wow, this looks incredible. And then when it's uh, Navi on a like a steel fucking ship with shit blowing up, I'm like, how does this? It really is like mind blowing how good it looks. It, it I, I, I'm not, I never get blown away by special effects really, yeah. but especially because most of them are bad now. Yeah, and also I think that like. What if you look at something like Marvel, which kind of has like the most special effects, everything ends up a bit samey. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think especially like when you have most of those movies following kind of similar patterns and formulas that like you have your like one CG enemy who you're going to have a fight with at the end that everything's going to be just big blobs kind of like you can't even tell yeah. what's what. Um, this doesn't have that, like, <laughs> where things, like, blend when it's all fake. Like, it's, it's... Yeah. Yeah. 
No, every, every everything he wants you to see is visible and clear and distinct down to the costume on each animated character down to just like Navi's skin continues to blow me away. Yeah. Like Navi's skin should not look like that. It no. should not look real. And I, I <laughs> the big difference is like, I, I listened to a bit of a podcast of a, a interview with James Cameron and I think his cinematographer and they were like the entire time they were just talking about all the lighting plans they were doing. Like, some of it was real lights and fake lights, but also like it was constantly on their mind of like, where is the light in this scene and how would this change how things look? What is the, what is the light that's like a human brought lamp? What is a Navi fire? What is the sun? What is the like luminescence? And like their attention to that detail is something that you don't have the time or the patience for in other big CGI films. No. And that's the difference maker. They care about why things should look not what they look like but what, sh- what like why should they look like this at this moment of the day you know what wh- why should they look this way in that environment at that moment and that's like it's insane so i saw it three times <laughs> oh. wow i so i didn't see imax 3d which oh. i wait did you ever the- see it in 2d alex no, no, I saw it in 3D, but I didn't see okay. IMAX 3D high frame rate or whatever. You got so the 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 like Dolby or the IMAX 3D, not the real D glasses. You got to get the like the good glasses, like mm-hmm. the actual active shutter ones or whatever. Yeah, the high frame rate stuff I think is very fun and works well. I think he so Cameron like tries to like wean you into high frame rate. It of course works magically underwater yeah i heard that the beginning looks bad in high frame rate the problem is is that you're just not your brain is not used to it your brain doesn't understand it and it looks wrong because as many films this year have specifically told us like movies are a magic trick you know it's 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 just still still frames that your brain is tricked into thinking is movement it's just now um, you see me all over again. Yeah. So we're well, this about. is why we're not talking about Empire of Light. Um, <laughs> and it's like, it's just, at some point we decided that 24 frames a second was the way we're going to do it. And anything above that, it's not like it's not doing it. It's just, you're not used to it. And there was times in this movie, if you saw it in IMAX with the frame rate, that it looked like it was almost loading. Like it was moving at a weird speed. Mm-hmm. That's not well, the movie. It's like, it's like it's like in a video game where like it, it like a frames drop and then it speeds yes. up and flows down. That's, like, yeah. That's not the movie. That's your brain <laughs> trying to catch up and trying to understand the change. I was dropping frames then. Like yeah, <laughs> you were. Yeah, you're the problem, Alex. You yeah. you don't have enough RAM is what it comes um, to. And it's fun. I like I like playing with this stuff because as we said, like at times when it fucking sings, it looks incredible. Yeah, no, I, I think that I do have a theory, though, that wherever Sam Worthington goes, he gets accepted mm-hmm. into <laughs> uh, that, that like, if he stops for gas somewhere, he's like, all right, I'm now gas station people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think in that note, I think the story of this one is way better than the first. I think I, the I character agree. stuff in this is elevated completely 
I like that this has the Quiet Place 2 style of ending of like, here's how we're going to show you that like the kids are going to take over for their parents in this hostile environment in some way. And and that I I that was actually I think what really got me in this one. I realized there's probably like an hour that went by, and I'm like, have we even really seen much of Jake or Natiri? No, it's just the kids. Cool, because they're more interesting already. Can't tell you any of their names, but yeah, the kids I love the kids, and I love that fucking whale. Um, okay, like so it's Loak is the youngest son. Okay. He he's the one that makes friends with Piacon the whale. Well, I'm sorry, Piacon oh. the tool. I fucking love Piacon, guys. I'm I am I have been Piacon pilled. I'm obsessed with Piacon. <laughs> oh God. I would I would I would like one. Yeah. But I understand um, that owning them is not like what well, that would the Navi would do. Yeah. It's kind of the opposite of what they're yeah, going. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I know I know all the names. Really in case really anyone has questions about what characters' names in this is, please throw it at me. I, I, um, I, I don't have questions. I just call them the younger boy, the older boy, the younger girl, the Jesus girl. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited yeah. for them. I'm really interested. Like, I like what they've done with Loak. I think he's an interesting character in contrast to both of his parents. And I'm interested to see where he goes. The older brother, uh, Natam, is kind of like a piece of wood. And it, like, makes sense what yeah. happens to him. Like, they don't really well, need him. That's a very standard character. Yeah. He's the least interesting child. Yeah. And Kiri. Oh, the Kiri. The the yes the Jesus girl as you said Sigourney Weaver is so good at being a teenager yeah like it's really like, impressive why Bob like you didn't have you could have had her do the motion capture and be like the face and stuff but you really you really want seventy year or however old Sigourney yeah. Weaver to be a teenager okay man. But I guess we're at the point where we kind of can't really bet against James Cameron anymore because this weird. And even when it came out and people were like, oh, it only made 400 million its first weekend. I'm like, yeah, but Avatar's going to make money forever because people want to wait to see it the way they can see it. The best way to see it. So I know people are like, yeah, I'm waiting for three weeks. I want to go to the, the good theater and see it, you know, however. And then you're going to have people who once that happens, you're going to have the people who are doubling back. It, this I always when you said it needed to make two billion, I was like, it's going to. I mean, it's already the number six movie now, right? Yeah, I think it's, it's or seven. I can't remember. Yeah, I know it was, was going to tap out somewhere at like probably two point three or two point four, and that's it was a right of... below No Way Home. Last I saw, I think. Yeah, yeah it's 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 gonna cross No Way Home in the next couple days, if not the next week. Has it got? Is it released everywhere at this point, or is it, or is it just still like? Um, it's yeah. everywhere. It, this is the movie that got released in China for the first time. That China has been under harsh COVID restrictions, and they haven't yes. been getting American films. And this right. was the big one, but it's underperforming in China because they were not ready to <laughs> lift COVID restrictions. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's at one point okay. nine uh, now. Yeah, but it's like every couple of days it's crushing a point, a point yeah. something billion. Which is All insane. Right, That's so. What? I just didn't care. Like for three <laughs> hours, yeah. I just didn't care. Um, 
like oh, all the entire t- and may it please the court um to 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 uh, for exhibit a uh, of my argument which is the 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 director david cage um and uh the of uh, the video games heavy rain to beyond two souls to detroit become human and yeah those all got a little bit better technically the entire time and it, by the end of it you're just like wow look how like lifelike and all this looks but it didn't really matter because everything else around it sucked the story sucked everything like the person like i just didn't care like this is what i kept coming back to while i was watching this is like it, it's it is such a masturbatory film which is fine because that's not there's nothing wrong with that but in the end of the day i'm going to like if if you give me that like that that's that style or you give me like until dawn where it's just like it looks like crap half the time but holy crap is it just a fun ride and like campy and everything that's probably what i'm going to go for most of the time and this just felt like that where it was just it was trying so hard and it was just i just don't care the entire time i just don't care <laughs> and maybe if it had come out like more recently than the last one i would be like huh Maybe I care, but at this point, I just yeah. don't anymore. <laughs> 13 years was maybe where you tapped out. I think 13 years is probably where I tapped out at some point. And I agree. It is the most stunning of basically of any like CGI that I've ever seen. And there's no, no denying that. And that is a technical marvel that like, I don't even know how they did it half the time. Like, honestly, like, yeah, like yeah. 100% watching like watching um like how they're able to blend so much of it together like i think that that is just like mind-boggling and 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 from a technical aspect i think that you're you're 100 right but i think that also what we talked about like you know they're thinking about the lighting and the different kinds of light that would be like reflecting and how something would look in that i think that animation has been doing that for decades and not cgi maybe not cgi in the movies but i think that if you were to go and like look at like older Disney movies or, or like older, like, you know, uh, um, uh, Studio Ghibli movies, like things like that. Like, all, I feel like animation has done all of that and maybe CGI is finally right. catching up to yeah. it in that way. Um, but again, it, it just feels like a whole lot of flash and I love me some flash. I mean, I, I, do, I love a, to, a you lot know, of sizzle, no steak a lot for you. And you know that I, I don't eat carbs, so it's got to be all steak. It doesn't <laughs> even have to be sizzling that much. So like, as long as there's like a steak there, I'm into it. Um, but that is my piece on Avatar. <laughs> no, I, it, I, like, that all makes sense. And that's like, I, the amount of time it took is too long. You're right. There's animated movies that do this level of detail. I, I like what rises Avatar above stuff for me. When you talk about like some of your points, it was like, James Cameron's kind of like he's not like gobbling up resources. He's not taking away time or like a franchise that you not or even a franchise. He's not like he's just he's going to keep doing his own thing. Right. And since that, like I granted, you know, his, his, as you, said, you can't bet against him. There's no reason to defend him. <laughs> that kind of thing and like for me it's like i don't the thing about this movie that like continues to rise it above all the stuff is that i don't care that much when people don't like it or 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 feel in opposition to me because what makes me most upset is that there's going to come a day in which i won't get to be able to see this in the same format again and that's going to be another thing there's 
it's yeah. going to be there's they'll be on to the next thing at some point soon. Like, you know, like what's the um um what's the the, the long halftime walk? Um, uh, yeah, yeah, Billy Lynn. Like that that was supposed to be I remember listening to I actually on your recommendation, listening to the um, uh, blank check podcast on that, and, like kind of like describing exactly um, everything about like the 24 frames per second and, and like how technically like incredible just like that's that that movie was. Um, and, and granted, I did not see it in high frame rate, <laughs> nor did I see the movie, actually, to be fair. But um, that all sounds like super cool. But I, I think that it, it to me, it, it's like there's going to be another one where we can have like a similar uh, like technical experience like that. Like even if you think about The Hobbit um, or, or I don't know, you know, something. What was the, the Will Smith one that was not Gemini? Gemini, oh, Gemini yeah. yeah. Like I feel yeah, like I these just, are all similar I don't think anyone's going to take this time and care that they have, though. And it's, I, I don't to Avatar versus like Gemini or because um, I feel like the, 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 those are crafted, you know, like. Um, yeah, maybe not to like the CGI extent. Those, so Ang Lee was attempting to make this sort of tech make the real world look more real. Right. Or for Billy Lynn, make it look so hyper real that you understand the panic attack that the main character is having. Right. Yeah, totally. And The Hobbit is no excuse. Go to prison. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think everyone's on board with that. Yeah, I think I yeah. am 100 percent on board with that. Yeah, is, yeah it's totally. that's I think you can push that stuff. But like the thing that the Avatar movies do for me is they make me forget every once in a while that mm -hmm. I'm watching something that is completely fake. Yeah. That, I, I, that I'm and I think it's something true, yeah. that I'm seeing something at a level that I'll never see again. And as I said, what bumps me out is that at one point I'll have to watch it at home and I don't want to do that. That's the problem. No, like, That's the biggest issue I have with these movies is I'm like, I saw them in the theater the way I was supposed to. Now what? But yeah, here's a, let me, did you? I mean, I assume you saw the re-release of Avatar as well. I did. What, when I, okay. How did that compare to seeing like the new one? Like, what was it like? Does the new one like kind of blow it? Like, I haven't seen the Avatar since basically like I got the 3D Blu-ray of it when it first came out, and <laughs> then like my nephew snapped it, and I haven't watched it since then. Is <laughs> <laughs> he like so bad? No, I he was just so young. He didn't know what it was. The re-release <laughs> was really good. The all the human-based stuff yeah. does not look as good as the human-based stuff here. I was really worried in this movie when um, uh, Spider, Kiri, and, and I think Loak go into the, like, human hut for the first time. Yeah. yeah. And that's where they talk about maybe Norm being Kiri's dad, which I think Norm. is a funny scene. Yep. I was dreading that moment because that was the stuff that in the first one looked kind of crappy. Yeah. And they couldn't they didn't really figure out as well about how these how every single element should work in a space that your brain says, I've seen this space before. Right. Kind of thing. And I don't think that worked as well in here. I think they improved on that stuff and that stuff looked so much better than it ever has. And I think that like do it like I think that this is going to push the bound the, like the bounds of what what we know, right? And, and like what we kind of like accept as like real and, and fake within a movie and, and CGI. But I like when I remember seeing Avatar, I was just like, this is perfect. 
Um, like there is nothing that could ever be like much like, you know, looking back on like Final Fantasy seven, where it's just like, how did they create people out of these pixels? <laughs> um, you, know, <laughs> you know, where it's like the newer tech is going to like eventually all the new tech will, will make the outdated tech look old at some point. Like, so like, I, I think that you're right. And I think that this, it is an, they're always important steps to like push it to the next level. But I wonder if when Avatar three, the way of wind um, well, comes fire, out the next one. Oh, it's fire. Oh, all right. Uh, fi uh, fire in the disco comes out that uh, if we'll fire look back on, <laughs> um, if we'll like look back on this one and think like, Ooh, Wow, some of these scenes are are working well because there's been like iterative improvements, like kind of like around like the rest of the industry, you know. Yeah, like, see, I don't think the industry is improving in that way. I because of the big scuttlebutt for Marvel films, as Alex, I think Alex was mentioned before, that they all look the same, and like the big complaint for Marvel in like Newsway is that they're overworking their CGI people and they're demanding things, they're demanding too much too quickly. And oh no, I, I think. I think that this movie is necessary to push those. Like, don't get me wrong, yeah. but I, I think, yeah, yeah. But I, I see, yeah. If you think about the things that probably even we as a podcast um, have talked about most about visually about Marvel films goes back a podcast to, right now. Yeah. Goes back to Eternals when we were so excited that they went outside mm. and yeah. Yeah. filmed in a real place because they're not going to put the money into their digital stuff. They're not, not, not even the money. They're not going to put the time. They're not yeah. going to let their team take 13 years developing the new technology, testing, and then also learning how to make a movie with that technology the way James Cameron will. You'll get – they'll say, no, no, no. We need Thor next year. So make it happen, and that's it. Right. And that so I don't think the industry is going to catch up to James Cameron because they don't have – his leeway they don't have the money that he made off of titanic that he put into avatar and then he's just going to put into more avatars that it doesn't he doesn't care about the calendar yeah so we, it doesn't matter that's fair. Marvel, that's fair. yeah marvel's terrified of the calendar yeah even if they're, they're still they're successful yeah. they're still very afraid because otherwise they wouldn't have churned out shitty looking cgi and and that's but but the thing that's the difference of that industry is like when you talk about a Marvel film, you want to see it. People want to see it opening weekend because they don't want to have it spoiled. They want to go to work on Monday or school on Monday and they want to be able to talk about it with their friends. Right. I don't I didn't leave Avatar thinking about talking about the plot with anybody. I left Avatar the way of water saying, when am I going to go see have that experience again? And I will say, like, um there's I, there was an article that came out yesterday that really kind of highlighted a little bit of what you're saying i forget where where it was that's like um uh, Mar marvel is playing in the modern movie sandbox the way it is now and like avatar uh top gun movies like that are playing in like the olden days where a movie would come out and it didn't need to make its money in the first weekend People, movies used to stay out in theaters for three, four, five oh, yeah. months, and that was more normal. So Avatar is yeah. not doing anything new. It's actually doing something old. And when you look at these box office grosses, like the $2 billion that an Avatar movie can like definitively make is what like 
E.T. would have made back in the day. But a Mar- but a, in, a, in a Marvel movie or, you know, a superhero movie really isn't the same thing. Because those these movies, a Marvel movie basically makes, what, 3.5 times its opening weekend. And then it gets close to a billion internationally. But, like, they they come and they go so quickly because there's another one and another one. Avatar can be out in theaters probably for a year and still make money. And it, and it will. Be, yeah. Marvel I mean, Titanic stopped money the minute the next Marvel is ready. Yeah. Titanic's coming back to theaters next month. <laughs> yeah. Is and it can. It will really? still make money. <laughs> Wait, did you just make that up or is that no, real? No, it's really, it's, 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 it's the, tw- <laughs> the 25th anniversary. 20th. <laughs> Right, and like and that's, that's different. That's we're not the ice anniversary. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're not getting. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Spider-Man: No Way Home re-released in theaters for its twentieth anniversary. That's just not happening. No. So whatever James Cameron is doing is is ta- it's tapping into a a different nerve that people have and a desire for like a shared experience that's not like a fast food experience which is weird because disney now owns these two mega things it's like they own marvel and they own fucking avatar and it's like yeah take a page out marvel can never do what avatar does they can't it it, there's too much of a linear uh, uh soap opera type story so it's not possible but you could maybe give us less and and stretch it a little bit more. Like we don't need three movies a year or four movies four a, year. a year. Yeah, right. I, that, could, I totally we, agree. With we'd that. be fine with two, and then you we'd can give us some shows. We yeah. really would be, but but one is just never gonna happen. You're leaving money on the table with one. So give oh, us agree. less yeah. and make it better. Make it look yeah. good. Like yeah. I. I I walk away from a Marvel thing like that was great. I I had a good time and I'm never going to think about it again. And Avatar, I don't talk about the plot and I don't love Avatar like some people here, but I do have, I do like, I I'm upset that I can't without going back to the theater, I can never replicate that experience. And I'm not going to watch selected scenes. I don't watch the whole movie, but, it just sucks that I can't do it at home the yeah. way I want to. I'll watch I'll watch Marvel scenes like all day long, like YouTube, like like candy. But like I'll never be able to do that with Avatar and it's like weird and it's annoying. Your move, James Cameron. Figure out a way to get me to watch it at home is good. Well, I think again, he just prioritizes different things with his movies. Yeah. Like it's not fans like it's it's not fan service, which I think is something that a lot of people are used to, but at the same time, it's, it's, I, it, 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 but it also plays on tropes. So it's, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. Yeah, but if I mean, it, you need, you need the simplicity. Yeah, of course, to highlight the so, technology. So, and, yeah, so you're highlighting the thing that works. So you need to understand what's happening so everything you're looking at makes sense. So then you can enjoy what you're looking at. Yeah. And like he includes like a as you talk about time he includes like a fifteen minute whale hunting scene, just so later on in the movie when a 
crab submersible pops up. You're not like, what the I fuck is like that crab submersible? <laughs> I do like that crab guy. That that whole I sequence mean, we all love is, crabs. Yeah, that whole yeah. sequence is just built to let you know later on what your heroes will be fighting. Yeah. yeah. And it's that simple thing of just like, make it clear, make it simple. So you can tell a visual story. We've been talking about Avatar for so long, and granted, that makes me happy, but I'm I might be one of you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on. Then. Let's move on. We've talked about Avatar. All right, let's talk about another very long movie, Babylon. <laughs> I fucking love this movie, and I get that it's a bad movie. I don't I'm having a hard time thinking about good or bad I wish I left with a stronger feeling about this movie oh I was watching it this is silly and stupid and I am into it uh I like that it felt like a like a three-hour panic attack I feel like I I left it and I was describing it to someone and then I realized I was describing Elvis (laughs) <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit, that's the wrong movie. <laughs> oh, God. I did watch Elvis. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, and I, I think, like, like, Babylon is for sure just, like, a three-hour panic attack of a movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's my favorite well, kind of movie. That's true, yeah. No, I uh, agreed. And it, I thought it was it was really well put together. Um, And I thought, like, all the performances were were outstanding throughout it. I did, I didn't even, like when it opened with the 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 just like the elephant scene. I was oh, like, oh god, I was like, where are we going with this right now? Because this is pretty funny. Um, and it just went and you you don't like it's such an interesting like way to to be like okay, top this movie, and then it does just continuously. Yeah. Um, so it's it's I think it's it's crazy. Um, because then by the am, time, like, it gets to the Toby Maguire sequence. Oh, oh my god. god! Oh my god! I holy crap! Yeah. Um, you kind of have to be ready for anything. But I think it plays with the whipping you around too much. That the ending is what kind of left me like, I don't really feel the thing you're feeling, movie. Oh, do you mean like I, the the like at the very end in the theater. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I agree with that. That, yeah. that like, part, like, that was the first time where I was like, okay, this movie needs to be over. Yeah. Like, because that was like 15 minutes of unearned, uh, like, love, love of the, of the cinema that I don't think this, that I don't think that's what this movie was talking about. And I don't think that that guy would feel that way <laughs> seeing that movie yeah. again there. <laughs> I, if, it, if, like, I, if I could have believed that, like, like almost like the end of the Fablemans, where it's just like, oh yeah, no, this is like, I get it. Like it was uh, like hopping up into the, like, you know, like uh, jumps up into the air and like clicks his shoes and it's great. Like, I get it. This was just like, really? This is, I mean, I know this is, yeah. That, that was the one criticism I had. I did not need that. Uh, but I completely understand why someone does not like this movie. I get it. I completely understand. But whatever they were putting down, I was picking up. Like It was yeah. just, it was on my wavelength. The manicness of everything from the the, the first 
the first that first party scene to that first scene of them shooting all the movies at one time. I was like, oh, this my God. is a disaster. How did this ever work? That and, that sequence was fantastic when when he has to go and get the camera. Yeah. Um, and like oh. the, just to get it there for like the, like the six seconds that they were trying to. Uh, that was amazing. But yeah, I think all of this stuff. I, I thought it was a really really fun mess but I don't think this movie was ever going to be anything other than a mess. I just wish it did try to go a little, uh, wow, look at the magic of the movies, Nicole Kidman at the very, very end. Uh, <laughs> Even uh, Heartbreak feels good in a place like this. Yeah, we already have her. They need to stop have, putting, the, they need to stop that at the beginning of movies. They, today. I, think they dare you, I think they're doing a new one. I think, I think they like, put it in the middle of movies. Don't, <laughs> you guys, please, please don't come after my queen. <laughs> but, yeah, I fucking loved Babylon, and I loved that I was smart enough uh, to see it at 8 a.m. when, uh, and I just treated it like a work day. It, and then at 11.30, I got to live my life and not feel like it ruined, I, if I saw this any later, I think I'd like it less. Yeah, I just I wish it I wish it swept me away. I was like I was entertained. Don't get me wrong. I think totally. I think it's having fun. You you can fall in on that, but I was like I just wasn't picking up what it was asking me to like while enjoying myself. And it, it, yeah. and I think it misses that mark, which is not a big deal when it's a fucking three hour party. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, totally. <laughs> Until the end, where it's not really a party anymore. <laughs> it's real depressing by the end. But a party well, I guess, like, that, I guess kind of like a party. A party yeah. for that. But that's the thing about a party like this is it stops being fun after a while. Like right, this yeah. place looked, it looked like they looked like they were all living in hell and didn't realize it. Yep. And that was fun for me. I really enjoyed it. Um, I would never watch it cover to cover. But no. I think there's a lot of really good 20, 30 minute sequences in here yeah. uh, that you just kind of put on. And totally with movies harsh. that are this long, that's kind of, oh, God, horrifying. Yeah. This is a year with a shitload of scary movies. And the scariest movie might have been the 20 minutes of Tobey Maguire. <laughs> yep. I like that, uh, like, reading, like, a, a trivia about the movie is that, like, in the original script, they were all... Like it, I, I guess it's, it's, um, they're, they're based on like actual people. So like, I think like told me where I was like Charlie Chaplin and, and things like that, like throughout the, but they, they changed all the names by the end of it. And I wish they didn't because I think that would have been really, really crazy. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, Damien Chazelle. I, I, I like the guy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I still, I'm still not a fan of, La La Land, but I when I finally caught up to First Man, he clicked for me in a in a much larger way. I fucking love that movie. I feel like I I juxtaposed that movie in my mind with like with Interstellar, which we've talked about on this podcast. <laughs> I'm gonna watch it next week. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I and I think that's unfair to First Man, and I should really give that one another shot. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Babylon, real fun and a big fucking bomb of a movie. I think it would yep. be kind of one of those things that if when it's when it's on streaming or whatever, 
if there's a scene that's not working for you, skip it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go to the next one. Like, I don't care about the fancy party they went to. No. When she was, like, attempting to make her, like, not exactly comeback, but, like, her real foray into more serious uh, stuff. Okay. Yeah. That party doesn't work for me at all. Yeah. That 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 could go. But, yeah, there's there, – there's, if you watch this, like, it's just a series of episodes uh, and you just watch them 20, 30 minutes here and there, you're going to like it a lot better. Um, but, yeah, it it is 100% not for everyone, um, but it is for me. Yeah. All right. Moving on to the shortest movie on our list. Uh, let's talk about Women Talking. Oh, boy. Uh, uh, this... Oof. Did would the, three of us see this? Yep. Yeah. The I, I mean, let's let's talk about like a title that is exactly what the movie ends up being for most for like ninety yeah. percent of it. Um, I, I would say that I think that Ben Wishaw should should shut up. <laughs> uh, I I was shocked about how much I got swept away by the emotions of this movie, and yep. just like how like it is. Again, like not only 90 percent of that, like if you if you watch the trailer, a lot of it does take place in like just kind of like that that meeting that they're having. And that is I mean, granted, they come back to it a couple of times. But that's like 90 percent of the movie is just right there. It's like a bottle um, episode, basically. Yeah. yeah. I've read a couple negative reviews of it that that like bring up some points. I'm like, you know what? Those kind of make sense. But like the emotions, the emotions, though, did you not feel yeah. those? Like, yeah, so totally. This is a movie. Unlike a couple of, like, for me, end of the year trying to make my list. This is a movie that I absolutely won't watch again. Not because it's, granted, it is tough. It's a tough watch. I, I, that experience of watching this stuff unfold and getting to know these characters, I'm not going to feel again. I will watch this movie for a second time on a technical level. I will pay attention to performance. I will pay attention to camera work and script. And I don't want to do that. I, I, I just, I, I, I'm actually excited to watch it again. Um, with someone who has not seen it. Excited. Before. Oh yeah. Okay. Just to like, be like, are you feeling the same things that I was feeling? Cause yeah. this is pretty intense, right? Yeah. This yeah, is what I, I can watch someone else watch, but like, yeah. I can't, I have to separate myself from it a little bit because it was a big old punch in the face of feelings and like yep. Jesse Buckley can do no wrong in my yeah. book at this point. Cause she, she's so good at this type of character. Um, and I, and I, Rooney Mara's getting a lot of love, but I'm like, I thought Claire Foy and Jesse Buckley were like on a whole other level. It, yeah. it, and it, it's just, I don't know. This is just a, uh, it's a hard movie to, to like rave about because it's a hard movie to get through. And it felt like once I got through it, I was like, oof, yikes. Yeah. Uh, uh, that was yeah. phenomenal. It was better than most things I've seen. Uh, yeah. it's, it's like better than 12 Angry Men, and it's very cut from a cloth like that. But yeah. boy, I not need to see this for a long time. I'll yeah. make people watch it, but I don't want to watch it. Yeah, it's one of those movies that I kind of want to 
put on for someone and then go do something in the other room and just pop in every once in a while and like hold their hand. Because I think it's beautiful and I I really loved it. And it granted it's, it's a, it's a horrifying true story. Yeah. Yes. Right. Right. (laughs) But yeah. Yeah. Really. Yeah. So watch it it. and FaceTime us while you're doing it. And that'll be good. Yeah. (laughs) If I'm like doing laundry, I think to watch it while I was doing laundry would be like great because I have to go downstairs, put it in, take it out, fold some stuff. So I'll see like 20 minutes of it, but I won't get sucked in. Yeah. And I can just, and I can appreciate it on a, on a critical level like wow that's great performance right <laughs> Ooh, you doing okay all right gotta go put the lights in and there's like as i said there's like movies when i'm making my list that i'm like i know might bounce around on a rewatch but i i'm like no this is where i put this movie and i'm not gonna rethink it <laughs> i don't i won't rewatch some other stuff but yeah this movie fucking wrecked me yeah um, all right, before we get to the very last movie, just to give Alex a couple of things to talk about. Alex, how did you like Tar? Uh, I, I, I really liked it. I thought Kate Blanchett was uh, amazing. Um, did you agree I, with all her views and actions? Yep, I said <laughs> everything she did, how she treated uh, her subordinates and preyed upon them. It was rad. Um, <laughs> no, oh, oh god. <laughs> no, it, it, it was annoying though that she was so good in a year where it was like Michelle Yeoh's to lose. I yeah. I know it, it's. I I hate that I'm worried about awards that ultimately don't matter at all in the world. They they don't. And and and, and Kate's got enough. She's got enough hardware. I'm sure that yeah, like she doesn't. The, granted, this is an incredible performance, but she, yeah, she doesn't need a third. Because <laughs> nah. those, those, those two are both for Elizabeth, right? No, uh, one's for uh, Blue Jasmine. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, and, and it's like she, she did Bob Dylan. Blue Jasmine. Right? She doesn't need. She doesn't need this, even though she's so fucking good. She deserves it for the accordion playing. <laughs> um but like especially like there's just so many little things in that that movie performance that just like really just bring out how just shitty and complicated that person it, it's it's again it's um it's fantastic that 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 is one that i i wish i had uh, i saw it when it first came to um rent and I hate the fact that like it was at the second run theater two blocks away from me, and I didn't go, no. uh, because I would love to see that in uh, an actual yeah, theater. Yeah, being locked in in a theater for the whole two forty is a really great experience. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, for sure, I saw this in uh, the same way that you did, and like, yeah, I it was it was actually like it was a relief to be like I can walk away for a little bit. <laughs> come back in like an hour um and I, well, that was that was helpful <laughs> and and i think like too it's like it's one of those things that like the the new york bubble really helps you like know these people that yes. are 
are mm-hmm. are in in this and it's like just like really brilliant shitty people that like are again genius is the right but are just so goddamn like the moment where she's like i was attacked was, oh <laughs> Yeah, like, you don't need to lie. Like, <laughs> it's amazing. Like it was, it's, it's, yeah. it, it, fantastic. Uh, everyone yeah. can see that. Um, yeah, and so, and you saw also, she said as well, right? I did. What Another, did you think of she said? Oh my god. Um, that at first, I, I'll be honest. So at first watching that, I thought that like how subdued the movie was in a lot of mm-hmm. ways was going to kind of take me out of it. Yeah. Um, you know, the performances are, you know, they're, they're pretty low key and realistic in like a way that's um, not really like, you know, they're not like bombastic. Right. right. Like the color grit, like everything about this movie is just, um, it's very kind of like plain and and, and matter of facty and I mean, it's very it's all the president's men you know like it, it's yeah. that type of yeah it's it's very much that and um I, I I agree about the performances the one thing I'll say like I think that you know Carrie Mulligan was really good she got nominated but I thought that Zoe Kazan was actually should have been nominated for her role because I th- I thought she I, killed it I agree and it was one of those things that like as I kind of got pulled into it like again like how how subdued and how I'm kind of like sort of like much they downplayed like a lot of like you know, it wasn't like like pizzazz to things they let like the kind of the the story and everything like that dude dude speaking for them and I, I thought it was uh great yeah and then at the at the end where they're just like wine scenes downstairs and i'm just like oh shit this is actually gonna happen right now <laughs> um <laughs> i was like oh god yeah, yeah, jeff garland to uh <laughs> jeff- <laughs> um uh, but yeah it's um yeah, that that was that was really I thought that was really good. Uh, yeah, but also, um, you know, go see Megan. <laughs> yeah, you saw you saw Megan. Yeah, be, as I, three I, of I, us have been like, trying to plan a time to go see Megan, you on you an email saw- chain that you're a part of, by the I way. <laughs> Scoop you bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Um, um, worth it. Best movie ever. Absolutely. Okay. Lockout of the next year. Uh, uh, yeah. Can't really say anywhere in December. <laughs> it, it's know. got, it's got everything everywhere all at once legs. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I, I think that this'll, 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 this'll travel. This'll travel. Um, I'm really excited to see Megan. Um, I can't wait. Um, all right, let's take it. The Giants are in the playoffs. Anyway. Um, okay. So one it's last sick. movie. <laughs> yeah, well, we can talk about it and say that is another time on the giant giant on the the dimes dime. Anyway, uh, decision to leap. What everyone think? <laughs> oh, it's tough to talk about. I loved it. I really super duper loved it. Um, it's a weird movie to try to talk about with someone who's never seen it before or knows what it is. Yeah, because it's it's very it's not like I don't want to say twisty. There, it is twisty. Like, but like yeah. watching it, it all fits in this weird way. It's all it's twisty in its narrative. It's also twisty in like its tone throughout the movie. Where if it wasn't like 
like I, I, I like a less seasoned director, this would just come off feeling like like an Ed Wood movie or something like that. But it all works so well. <laughs> well I think that the 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 point where the movie kind of like there there's a moment where it almost like it, it feels like everything wraps up, uh, and then it keeps going, and it's <laughs> for like another it, hour. <laughs> yeah, and. Um, it was it was a decision a decision that uh, at the moment Tonight. I was like really we're gonna keep going okay and then I I eventually got like not eventually I quickly got got on board with that but um, I mean it's it's an, it's a slow quiet movie but um, I I gotta say like I really got like. I was absolutely kind of like in enthralled with it. I, yeah, for I really sure. Enjoyed it. Yeah. It's it, the reviews are all over the place and, and, but it's one of those, like, I understand if you kind of like could not hit its wavelength because it's wavelength is changing. Yeah. Constantly. constantly. Yeah. Every scene um, feels I, like it's a, it could be a different movie. Yeah. I, I, I <laughs> saw a guy ca- get called like a compelling mess and things like, like yeah. I, I can absolutely understand. Oh, uh, but no. Yeah. I yeah I understand that view, but it's for me it's uh, absolutely not a mess. I loved it. Oh my god, uh, and like and, and a bummer that like no one's talking about awards side for Tang Wei, who I think is so fucking good. She was in Lust Caution, um, and Michael Mann's Black Hat. If anyone's ever seen that, but I, I think she's <laughs> she's incredible in this movie. I, I think that there's uh, like a, yeah for for sure um and like what a a stunner of a finale this movie has it's yeah. it's a year of incredible last shots or incredible yep. last scenes yep. tar is up there for great last shots um, oh yeah uh, yeah and decision god the ending of decision leave the whole really surprised me with what it was doing at that moment like, i wasn't the last like 15 minute sequence is like huh yeah is it i don't yeah. huh <laughs> that was like turning and changing but like as i said i was right there with it i was following along in that last 10 minutes was like i have no fucking idea what you're about to do yeah yep and, and what it does oh uh, it does yeah <laughs> yep like I feel like Russ, you haven't seen Decision to Leave yet, right? I have not. You gotta see Decision. Yeah, yeah it's. <laughs> <laughs> You've seen other Park Chan Wook films, though, of course. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it definitely doesn't. It doesn't quite old boy you. No. Um, yeah, it's not. No. Exa- it's not a twist, but it's it's definitely unexpected surprise. Throughout the movie. <laughs> as well yeah. like yeah I, I, it's twisty you know you, you you kind of think that you're watching one thing then it turns out to be another thing then it kind of turns out to be the first thing again and then it turns out to be a completely other thing um yeah yep. the whole sequence of his journey up the mountain with his little test is yep so oh funny. yeah oh yeah and sometimes you don't know if you're watching like what's really happening or if you don't know if you're watching like a flash it's a lot like evangelion 3.1 plus 1.0 one oh, thrice God. upon a time <laughs> We activated Tiggs. <laughs> Number one movie again. Um, yeah, I'm, see, pumped, it, I'm it, for our top. I'm so excited for the top ten. I feel like I need to change my top. 10. I have to like change all of it at this point to 
I don't know. Like I'm looking at my top 10 right now and I don't know. It's yeah. But who are you doing this for? <sighs> there was, there was a movie. Right. You're right. It was a movie all year that I was like, man, this is such a 10. This is such a number 10. This is a stone cold classic number 10. And it's been squeezed out. There are too many fucking bangers. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Scream 5. Rare, barely but missed it. There's, a, there's a couple I want to see again to really figure out where they should go. But I, I'm, 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 ex- I'm excited. I'm pumped. There, there are movies that have come out in the last like two to three months that I was certain were going to be in the top 10 and then putting everything together and then kind of seeing like the last few um, just got knocked out. And and I'm like staring at the list and be like, how how is this movie that is I've been I've assumed since like February was going to be on this list now yeah. no longer on this list. Yeah. yeah. And I, I'm, I'm excited to surprise myself in some areas. Yeah, there was one movie I rewatched that exploded. It was like maybe in my top 20 and I rewatched it and it completely exploded my top 10 because I think it's a masterpiece. Ooh, I wonder what that is. Yeah. White noise. No, I didn't really love it. I respect people that maybe did, but it wasn't for me. I did not enjoy that movie whatsoever. Yeah. I love the book. About the, uh, the book's fantastic. The book is fantastic. Yeah. This is the part um, about that. All right. Uh, that's that's the end of it, right? Uh, we can we can wrap this up yep. now, or is there anything else I don't want to talk about? Uh, that's that's uh, Russ is already in bed. Like I don't know I, anyone I can hear. I got out of bed because someone else got in bed, and I was like, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> You can find us on the web at moviemoviepodcast.com. You can find Russ on all the social medias as Russ Incredible. You can find Pete as Pete Peter Petey on Letterboxd. Uh, you can find me on Letterboxd and Strava as Johnny Tiggs. Alex is back. Yeah. He's, he's still, I think you're in Brooklyn, right? Just uh, go yeah. wander around Brooklyn. You'll find Alex. So, Alex, uh, yeah, Letterboxd. Yeah. I don't think I've even activated it. I signed up. I haven't touched it yet. There oh, was that. God. Remember when we were giving out Alex's cell phone number one digit at a time for a while? Yeah, it was great. <laughs> um, you know, so next time we'll be talking about our top tens. And then probably right after that, we'll be having the Oscar cast, I assume. <laughs> when do those nominations come out? That's got to be in the next like three weeks. Next couple weeks, yeah. Yeah. It's usually a little after the Globes. Yeah. I, I'm very excited to see actually what gets nominated, but I'm more excited to hear all of your top tens, and we will hear those all next time on the Movie Movie Podcast. <laughs>